Hello and welcome to Bones Cast. My name is Ella. I'm Niara. And uh, here at Bones Cast, we are watching and discussing the TV show Bones. Uh, we are not a rewatch podcast because there are literally hundreds of episodes and podcasts aren't meant to go for decades. But instead, we are highlighting important arcs, episodes, and characters. Since Bones ended in 2017 and ran for 12 seasons, this podcast episode in which we are discussing the finale, um, it will not be spoiler free. So you snooze, you lose. But also, I will note that the finale is you, you don't have to have seen everything to enjoy the finale or any show of bones is the the magic of bones you can just watch whatever and you'll probably enjoy it um and we should say if you want to watch That's the finale true. and then listen to this episode it is on hulu with no ads which is a highly attractive situation to be in with a tv show and it is also on amazon prime so you have a lot of ways to watch bones um so if you haven't seen the finale and you want to Watch that before you listen to this. Pause and go back and watch it. Um, and before we begin, I think Niara has a <laughs> has a segment that she wants to bring up. Okay. Thank you, Ella, for that. Um, You're welcome. Lackluster introduction. Oh. Um, <laughs> dear listener, you may notice that I sound a little bitter. And <laughs> I think that's um, because Ella has not been fully truthful with me or with you all and um oh my god this is i feel like this is is this how politicians feel all the time i'm sure they do i hope they do anyways um so ella and i were talking about deciding um what to cover for this episode and she said oh yeah i think we should do the finale and revealed to me that she has not finished watching the entire series of Bones. It's my big bone secret. <laughs> I've only seen, like, I've seen, to be fair, I've seen so much Bones. Uh, no. But my big okay. bone secret is that I, I didn't, I'm not, like, fully current on Bones. Basically, I watched the first, I would say I watched up until like the eighth season. I thought it was only like five seasons, but then I went back and I was like, oh no, I've seen all of this. So I went, I've definitely seen like eight seasons all the way through. That's when I, that's what I watched. Okay. Well, and there's 12 kind seasons. Of, I know. And then I dropped off and then for the finale, I I watched the finale live actually having not seen the previous like couple of seasons. I just wanted to watch oh it. Oh my gosh. And then I rewatched it for this episode and rewatched the seven, the 12th season. So I know everything leading up to the finale on the 12th season. And obviously, by the time we get into this podcast, I'm going to, like, go back and, like, re- like watch it. But it is imagine, shameful. I'm glad that we've gotten it out in the open. Imagine, though, my surprise having <laughs> been coerced into this podcast venture because... I binge-watched all 12 seasons yes, over yes. the course of perhaps a month. I think coerced frames the situation 
in a disingenuous way. I'm being playful. It's fine. You <laughs> okay. can't see my facial expression because this is a podcast, but I'm smiling. Okay. okay <laughs> good. Um, but imagine my surprise when I find out that you're like, let's do this podcast about this television show. And you haven't even seen the entire fucking show. But the thing is, is that, that it's not Game of Thrones. Like, it's not like I skipped a season of Game of Thrones. Like, Bones is not like... I don't know. It's just give it's, Bones more credit. No, I know, but you it's can't not like, evaluate a show you haven't seen. I know, but I've, I I have seen it. Just but not you have all it. those. You, no, it's not the same. It's not the same. <sighs> okay. I think we it's need to put this to bed and move on. I'm glad that we got this out into the open because okay, it was really weighing on me, and um, <laughs> and I would like everyone listening to know that Niara spent the last week trying to fire me from this podcast. <laughs> But it turns out that this is a joint venture and there's nothing really to yeah. fire or be fired from. And so, also I'm the only one who knows how to use the RSS feed. So that, this is that, true. Yeah. This is um, true. Although this did almost become, it came very close to becoming the first episode of Niara's podcast, Bones to Pick. <laughs> Bones which, to Pick. Bones which was to Pick the, was my title suggestion yes which and was a ella good said title yes that's a great title but ella yeah. had already made a logo for i already bones made all the cast. graphics and i didn't i didn't want to fix them so, so that's why it's called bones cast i think that we need to uh make peace with uh all of our past decisions um <laughs> about this podcast and otherwise so okay well that's good practice and i think yeah we can Healthy. go into this with a clean slate mm-hmm in a in a new beginning, much like, the much like of the Bones. finale of Bones, we will rise from the ashes of our <laughs> lab bomb <laughs> and Hopefully wade through the stray bones. Our metaphor, our metaphorical lab bomb, and yeah. rebuild our brains and ourselves and our future. Exactly, it's always good for a podcast to um, have a rebirth in its second second episode <laughs> to be built upon deceit. Yes. Um, the one thing <laughs> I wanted to know before we um, start is that there's a couple of things that having edited the last podcast, we need to address. And the first one is that we deeply, deeply need an outro because <laughs> we, we should say that Niara's might cut out like sort of right as I was doing the outro last time. So I kind of had to do it alone. And I just it sounded like me doing the outro was like, seventh grader trying to end a school presentation it was so awkward yeah so we need to do something where like so my idea was maybe we like we do like one two three and then on the count of three we say a bone like every episode we come prepared with a bone one two three metatarsals, metatarsals. oh my god why did we both say metatarsals <laughs> because i think we should do i think we should do a segment where we count how many times they say the names of the same things like epithelial cells every episode Okay, so maybe every episode we'll we'll both decide which we think is the most, like, it could be, like, you know, like, for the pilot, I would say diatomaceous earth. So we can come mm. up with, like, a science-y thing that we think is the most important thing from the episode and then, like, have a fun thing where we, like, see if we both thought the same thing. Like, we just said metatarsals at the same time, which I think is wild. That was pretty funny. That was fun. All right, so let's do that. We'll do, we'll, we'll pick a, a bone or a science-y uh, part of the investigation every time. And that way it won't sound like a seventh grader trying to uh, end her presentation. Um, 
Okay. And then I also just wanted to discuss, because as we tape, the Emmys were yesterday or two days ago? Two days ago. And so I thought to myself, let's talk about Bones' history with the Emmys, which, you know, as you can guess, is almost non-existent. (laughs) (laughs) Except for it was nominated for two visual effects awards. Or a visual effects award and an art direction for a single camera series award. I think that's a fair nomination for Bones. They yeah. do some crazy stuff. I think that and I don't they need more anything. visual effects awards because those Bones are gr- like a prop award. I don't really know. I guess that's art direction. But Yeah. I honestly, every time I watch, I'm like, I truly, truly would not be shocked if there were some sort of meta situation in which one of the prop masters or someone working oh on the crew turned out to also be a serial killer and was hiding oh my real God. bodies in the show because they so, were so disgusting. At some point in the show, because they do this really meta thing at some point, and I can't remember what season it is, but I want to say like six or seven, where mm-hmm. like they actually do make a TV series They about... knew a movie. Oh, it's a movie? It's a movie. Okay. And maybe that was what that seems like something the show Bones would do. Would yeah, be like, oh, and they here's talk the about thing. how and gross. Then, yeah, and then Bones comes on set was. and she's like, "Oh my god, this is a this is a real body." Yeah, she, and they then were, Booth is like, yeah. "Everybody out! It's a crime scene." Oh god, um, I love this show. It's so ridiculous. I, <laughs> I love this show. It's so ridiculous. Is my official review of Bones, <laughs> and I think yeah. it's the only accurate one. I think it's pretty fair for sure. Yes. Okay. Now. Last week, I surprised you with a game that we mm-hmm. fully enjoyed. And then I didn't put that game on our podcast doc specifically so that yeah. you would be unprepared to play the game again. Have you? Oh. <laughs> you don't sound excited, but that's okay. Foiled it's not, again. <laughs> it's not about excitement. And I think that you're going to be slightly better at this because this 2017. Aired, yes, March 28th. 2017 on a tuesday we're gonna do the previous weekend i think you can do this because i hope i can this were, was not very long ago like two I was, years ago yeah i was what a sophomore sophomore no actually i was a freshman i think I was a, a freshman freshman, a freshman in college yes because i remember oh i watched this finale and i remember where i watched it and it was a friend of mine and it was her freshman dorm i'll tell you what i wasn't thinking about bones spring of freshman year definitely not bones <laughs> i was, was i was watching bones i was definitely um, only thinking about cute boys oh i mean listen there's room in our brains for both what what um i think is sort of shocking about 2017 is that the movie split do you know that movie the m night Shyamalan yeah. movie won yeah, three weekends in a row Really? In January, which shocks me. But you know, so I did is, see that. This is well, there you go. I did not see it. <laughs> I didn't um, see the theater. Fifty Shades Darker won Valentine's Day weekend. And then this is March twenty eighth. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go ahead and take a stab? March twenty eighth, twenty seventeen. Oh. You want a quick hint? Yes. It's a Disney movie fucking disney movie not an animated movie oh was it beating the beast mm-hmm. <laughs> you got it yes oh my god that's amazing wow i fully redeemed well myself from last time yeah 
well done well la- it was hard last time i'm not gonna lie last time was tough yeah i, I grew was. up a lot over the course of this show <laughs> um i'm pretty sure i saw beauty that. and the beast one of those weekends at one it. two weekends i didn't see it at all ever because i was um worried that it would simultaneously ruin two of my favorite childhood movies beauty and the beast and harry potter (laughs) oh i mean you're not wrong i beauty and the beast was not a childhood movie for me but it is a pretty underwhelming movie so this is a movie review podcast but don't bother (laughs) we still have opinions yeah okay so now we're gonna jump over to the billboard charts and there's a song that dominates from february all the way to april february three months of just sheer domination at number one on the Hot 100. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <sighs> okay. If it was February, it was probably a song from Fifty Shades. Well, no, but um, I'm going to give it away and say it's not a song from Fifty Shades. And um, I don't think any songs from Fifty Shades dominated for that long. Maybe That's... a week. I would give you a weekend in February, but. This is a song you probably shop to at Harris Teeter and that you probably secretly resent for being a song that you have to listen to all the time. Oh. (laughs) Oh, is it, um, is it that song from Trolls? No, but first of all, is it Can't Stop the Feeling? I love that song. (laughs) I hate that song so much. I think that was <laughs> this year, but I love that song. Whenever that, co- I that was actually the year previous because I remember we played it a lot this summer after we graduated high school, uh, or I played it and you, I guess, tolerated. I probably it. blocked that one out. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna get okay. I'm gonna give you another hint because we're trying to um, not spend a million years on this game, but it is a singer songwriter artist with a guitar with a guitar everyone has a fucking guitar i know but some people are really into their guitars uh it's a man is it john mayer no he doesn't does he make the hot 100 anymore i don't think so but it is a very john mayery sort of person is it sean mendez no but it was is this a before Sean, his time. Um, no, probably Stitches was on the charts the year previous or something. But all right, dude, I gotta be honest with you. Um, you don't know it at all. In the spring of twenty seventeen, I was listening to um, a lot of Ella Fitzgerald. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay i'm gonna spoil it for you because i don't think you're gonna get it it's shape of you by ed sheeran wow i can't believe that was so long ago i know it does seem like it still plays in the aisles of harris teeter every time i go um and then it was interrupted by humble by kendrick lamar um and then eventually despacito won most of the (gasps) years uh, won most of the weekends in uh wow. in 2017 yeah basically the whole summer is just despacito the justin bieber i was just yeah. transported to a frat basement somehow. i know <laughs> also bad and bougie is on here which also will take oh, you wow. directly into a frat basement Woof. um 
as will black beetles which won in january mm-hmm. wow all right well that was fun i love this game <laughs> i think we're I like probably not gonna too. do it every episode because it's maybe tough. you should maybe I, i'll do it one because i feel like I'm i need you. to quiz you on something because yeah, i feel yeah. like you are the one of us who would know these things and i am the one of us who pays no, no attention to these things I think that I just need to share in some of the the d- more distressing part of this game. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, we're, we're going to uh, jump right into the episode now. Sweet. Um, and we're going to talk about, we're, we're bookending at the beginning. We're gonna, we've done the pilot, we're going to do the finale, and then we're just going to get into the good, good stuff in the middle. Um, I have to say, I like the pilot more than I like the finale. Yes. I, maybe that is obvious. But uh, just a little background info. It uh, premiered on uh, March 28th, 2017. Oh, I've made a mistake. <gasps> it actually can. Oh, yeah. March 28th, 2017. Sorry. I can't read. That's the problem. Um, so it, it so aired secrets. on. <laughs> so much I haven't told you. Um, <laughs> it, it aired on March 28th, 2017. Lovely, lovely time. Uh, the final season was only 12 episodes, which is unusual. Usually it's like 20, 20 to 24 or something. So it, got, mm-hmm. it was uh, renewed for a 12-episode epi- final season by Fox. I guess Fox was like, oh, you've been a really great show for us for a long time. We'll give you a farewell season. Um, and the episode was written by Jonathan Collier, who took the show over from the creator at some point. Um and Michael Peterson and Karen Rosenthal, who were both writers on the show for a while. And it was directed by Mr. Booth himself, David Boreanaz, which is pretty oh. epic to get to to, ep- to direct the final episode. You that is a lot of pull lucky. over there. He's the love of my life. Yeah, me too. That was he perhaps may... a little too deep to announce on podcasts. But <laughs> no, I, I think I... we should get it out of the way. He's the love of my life as well. I was just Those recently my watching feelings. Buffy and... Man, you just what a dreamboat. Um, the premiere was uh, directed by Emily Deschanel, so they both got to throw their throw their hat in the ring for that one. Mm. I guess we want to talk a little bit about like what we think the finale should be, and what we think a finale should be, and what we expected from this finale. I know that I had probably different expectations since I hadn't seen some of the later seasons. Oh. Um, but it's it's crazy to me to think about how much time passes between the pilot and the and the finale. I mean, it's just like so many epi- it's so many episodes of television. It's like, over two hundred episodes. The characters are in wildly different places. Opposite. I mean, as is the world. Like when the, that's when true. when the pilot aired, no one had an iPhone. Um, Sony was still making Walkman. The, wow. the Twilight Saga had not come or gone, which by 2017 <laughs> it had. Um, so it's like, it's really crazy to think about, you know, Kesha hadn't released TikTok and the oh. world hadn't released a social media platform called TikTok that I don't even know if it's correct to call it a social media platform. I'm Am I? Too, it, has TikTok been loud, around long enough that I need to now figure I, out what I have TikTok n- is? I've tried many a time to understand what it is, and I cannot. 
Um, but yeah, I what 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 kind of uh, what kind of expectations did you have going into this finale? You know, I think for me and the headspace I was in in the summer, I had a lot of time to devote emotional energy. Apologies to my therapist. Um, <laughs> to to the character arcs, and I think I was a little frustrated by the mm-hmm. end of the show. I think when a show runs for that many seasons and that many episodes, they kind of gain license to do whatever fun episodes they want. You know, like yep. they're, you know, like they do the Hitchcock but like not episode. maybe in a good way. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, they were all sitting around the writer's room. Be like, oh my gosh, wouldn't it be hilarious if we had not one, not two, but three different types of serial killers on this show? Yes. And, yeah, but then know, also not trying that hard when those ideas come up. That's exactly. how I feel about it. Exactly. Because there, there are shows that get in, you know, like, obviously I've seen a lot of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. They have like a musical episode. They have... They they have some wacky they have a silent episode like some wacky ideas in there yeah but they're not like resting on the laurels of the show in a way that makes it a bad episode no I and think. I yeah that's where I struggled with the finale because the plot points for me had become kind of a chore by the yeah. end you know I was more concerned with the interpersonal relationships than I was with the bones and I think (laughs) the introduction of this serial killer who is going after Booth for something he did when he was a sniper which Booth's being a sniper comes up so much um you know it all felt a little bit too much for me you know like I think in my ideal world the episode would have ended with a little less pomp and circumstance almost like I like when shows tell me that their world is continuing the way I see it Mm -hmm. and that I'm just no longer privy to it and I feel like this episode kind of wanted me to know this is the finale we're gonna do something crazy yeah and it felt like you know that the final sequence is Booth and Brennan on a bench like Mm -hmm. kind of bickering in a way that i think that i think that the showrunners think they were leaving us with that and in some ways they are like i think you know i believe that to this day booth and brennan are like bickering about something in a way that if i were privy to it i would enjoy it but at the same time it feels like if the show were still going on i wouldn't want to like when i was watching this 12 season like it kind of made me just want to go back and watch like earlier episodes a mm-hmm. little bit and I tried to really dig into why that was yeah. and it, it kind of feels like like when you copy and paste some or when you photocopy something and then you photocopy the photocopy and then you photocopy mm-hmm. that photocopy and then you get mm-hmm. this like weird version of it it felt like everyone was just sort of like doing a weird caricature version of what we like about early bones you know yeah I mean? yeah everyone's playing into their character a little bit too much everyone's kind of you know i just there are a lot of plot points that happen in the later seasons um that are questionable we can delve into at a later date perhaps in a later episode entirely but there are a lot of plot points that frustrated me because you know as much as 
the interpersonal relationships between the characters um, are what make me love the show so much. At the end of the day, it's not about that, you know? Like, their character traits are what make them so good at their jobs. And I feel like by the end of the show, it was their jobs make them so bad at their interpersonal lives, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's a good way to put it. Like, oh, man, we got a case again. We can't, you know, yeah. decide where we're going to put this shit in our walls, <laughs> you know? like Yeah, and I think that there's, like, there's some notion that, like, if you have a show where the, the um like, kind of meat and potatoes of the interpersonal stuff is this, like, push and pull of unrequitedness, which is what it is for Booth and Brennan for so long, that, like, when you requite it takes away tension which i don't think Mm -hmm. happens in this show like or at least i don't think it needs to like a big part of their relationship is like arguing about the way a person should live their life and for the first five to six seasons that like pertains to the the sort of like cases that they're working Mm -hmm. um and then i think once they get married and have a kid like it doesn't become less interesting I think it just becomes like the stakes kind of become higher because they're arguing about how someone should live their life, but they also share a life. And so Mm -hmm. it's, it's just like, it's kind it, it actually really works really well for me, I think. Um, but then there are all these other things about the show that like, I think veer off a lot and, and sort of become like weird and exaggerated. But that being said, I did like a lot of things about this finale and it kind of surprised me in some of the ways that it reminded me of a lot of things that I love about bones mm-hmm. um so in the penultimate episode we're at cam and aristu's wedding mm-hmm. and they do this like weird they do this kind of like weird structure where they like go through everyone's perspective of the wedding in a way that's totally unnecessary i hate episodes um, like this i hate them especially because like it's, it seems like something like community would do or something but community yeah. would do it well it's and similar to how Parks and Rec ended, except Parks and Rec, I think, executed it perfectly. Yes. Yeah. And How I Met Your Mother ex- executed it horribly. Wow. How I Met Your Mother, because Parks and Rec has a, a jump forward. Yeah. And so does How I Met Your Mother. I, the How I Met Your Mother finale, I mean, you know, I think we all agree it's a disaster, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was, I, I think, um, Anyway, yeah. So the penultimate episode, at the end of that episode, a bomb goes off mm-hmm. by the guy, by this guy Kovac, who's been developed throughout the season, who's like trying to basically get revenge on Brennan and her family. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Um, so basically, back when Booth was a sniper, he had to kill this terrorist leader, theoretically. Um, who was at his son, his young son's, like, fifth or sixth birthday party. And the son's sitting in the father's lap, you know, and Booth has this moment of, oh, my gosh, but he's a person, too. But he's also a bad guy. You know, just, like, classic yep. Booth hero complex <laughs> situation. And yes. Booth, of course, lives to complete his duties as required of him and kills this guy Kovac's dad and it's Kovac's birthday and Kovac is there and all these years later Kovac has tracked Booth down to exact his revenge 
Yes. And he has escaped from prison, basically. Yes. It's all very scary. Yeah. Um, and, and so basically the finale is them in the aftermath of this bomb, which goes off in the Jeffersonian. Um, and they're both in the aftermath of the, like in the rubble of the bomb and they don't know where Kovac is. So that, that's the, like, that's sort of the mystery that they're trying mm-hmm. to solve. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, you know, Booth and, uh, Hodgins are like sort of trying to find, uh, Bones and Angela, in the in the rubble um aubrey shows up outside the bombing which has been now addressed by like a a bomb squad or something like that um aubrey we should note is a recent addition i didn't really know about him at all (laughs) because i guess he was introduced (laughs) post season eight um but i he came in to replace sweets right which is also a major point of contention yeah in what way that he dies just in that everyone loved sweets yeah and a lot of people liked a lot of the original interns and then they started trimming the fat Mm -hmm. and getting rid of loved characters and then introducing all of these little jaunty characters that they don't flesh out as well yeah yeah and there's a a lot in this episode about aubrey and a person he's dating who i never learned her name even after watching a whole season okay well she sucked the most Okay, good. Well, I'm glad I never learned her name. <laughs> What's her name? Remember. I don't remember, oh, okay. but I hated her. With the red well, hair, she maybe was very one day. annoying. Well, there's also, like, not She's to be that who's person like, quirky who, like, to be quirky. Yeah, you know? not to be that person who, like, can't tell pretty similar people apart on television shows, but, like, there's another redhead in the episode, that in the in the season, that I always would confuse them. Um, I think one of them works at the FBI and one of them doesn't. But anyway, so there's a lot with Aubrey in this episode that I could have taken or leave, taken or left because I really just didn't, like, wasn't that invested in him. I liked in the season, throughout the 12th season, I liked him with Bones and Brendan. I thought that was kind of cute. He was, like, kind of their, like, kid, <laughs> kind yeah. of. Um, although I will say that in some situations, he would go into, like, field situations with Booth at times where I was like, oh, I c- kind of wish it was Bones. Um, but anyway, so he shows up to the site. Uh, Cam and Iris Dew are also outside. Um, and then Hodgins finds Angela in the rubble, who is pregnant. She spent yes. the whole pen- pen- ultimate episode doing that classic TV thing where she keeps having to go to throw up and everyone thinks she's hungover, but turns out she's pregnant. Yeah. Um, which, which is, is funny classic. because that's how you can tell that television shows like this one don't exist in their universe because on every show ever right, right. someone runs away to throw up just once and everyone knows she's pregnant right which have to say that i mean i buy that brennan doesn't know that because she doesn't even know what the x-files is you know but brennan is a doctor and she will not hesitate <laughs> to let you know that's true that's true that's very true um but so then booth is looking for brennan also and she's like been all ruffled by the bomb and then she wakes up and she's like i feel different which at first was a line i really liked um because it seems like the kind of thing bones would say instead of being like oh my god my head hurts or something like that Mm -hmm. but then i realized Mm -hmm. that it was the show like kind of sloppily telling us that (laughs) she was gonna lose her entire intelligence yeah (laughs) or whatever happens to her in this episode this part of the episode i like the utility of it but the execution of it is so like sloppy i really resent it 
to be honest. Yeah. I think. And then at the know, end, well, we'll get there, but it's just. I tough. just, you know, when I heard that Brennan had lost her memory, that's where they lost me. Because all of a sudden, my beautiful bones is General Hospital. You know, like. Yep. Yeah. Of course she Very has amnesia. Soapy. Of course. And it's this massive men- metaphor about how she's different now and she's been through all this stuff, you know. I just yeah. I, I just like it when they solve crimes and yeah. she's smart. I I feel like I also feel like it's it's a mistake for this show to purport that the part of her identity that had to do with her intelligence is not an important part of her identity. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. basically, it's basically the the supposition of this episode is, you know, this is what she was coming into the show and coming mm-hmm. straight from the pilot. It's really obvious that it's like that was where she got her self-esteem from and like how yeah. she placed her purpose in the world. And to sort in of every episode. It's, yeah, it's exactly. a central theme. Yeah. And to sort of assume that like the other things that she's gained since then in the 12 years since then have displaced it in a way that makes it completely un. i mean it's cute for booth to be like that's not the part about you that i love but it's not cute for brennan to be like that's not the part about me that i love i think i think that's something that she would continue to hold on to um I also think that as much as I, I love Emily Deschanel to the moon and back, but I think her acting in this season was shoddy. I think it feels like a different bones to me. I don't know what's yeah. going on, but she, I think some of it is the writing. I, I think some true. of it is that on Emily, but yeah, I think some of it is that they're writing, not just Emily, but I think all the characters, I think that Hodgins and Angela have a very weird turn. Um, <laughs> When yeah. Hodgins becomes paralyzed and is all of a sudden really bitter and angry. And I really resent when television shows use disability to mark, you know, this massive change in people's emotional lives in a way that mm-hmm. I don't think seems genuine. And I, I really also resented when they were all of a sudden broke. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Because I think it was never about the money or the ability to walk for either of their characters. And I think they just needed everything to break and then fix by the finale. And I think that was lazy. I agree. I don't know anything about his being paralyzed because that happens pre, I don't know. I don't know how that happened, but I did notice Here's what that. happened. He saves um, Aubrey from an explosion. Oh. And he gets, like, shrapnel in his back. And he's fine. He's like, oh, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. He goes to the hospital, he comes home, and then, like, two days later, he, like, falls down, and then he's paralyzed. Well, that sounds like an episode I can't wait to watch. Um, so then they're, so basically they're then like stuck in the Jeffersonian, which has been blown up, which I find to be highly contrived, but they're sitting around and waiting (laughs) and Bones is like, I can't remember what I, you know, she's like trying to get back on the case. 
Um, but she can't remember basically right before the bomb went off. She was like, no, Booth, I just figured it out. And he was like, no, there's a bomb. We're leaving. And then the bomb went off. And so she's trying to recall what she had just figured out to help uh-huh. get Kovac. And she can't. And she can't remember. And so she has like, you know, sh- people, <laughs> people around her are starting to realize that she has lost some of her intellect in this completely vague way. Um, and then she's sit, uh, Booth and Hodgins go off to try to find an exit. And she's like, there's like some fetal. She doesn't remember how to like makeshift this fetal monitor. Yeah. Because Angela wants to know if her baby is still alive. And so she's like, this scene so, also is unconvincing to me. But I, yeah, I don't know. I think it really relies on the audience trusting that she's somehow, they somehow remember like 1700s obstetrics and which i believe brennan knows i believe of brennan but we've also got this weird thing where we can tell something's off with brennan yeah i've got this weird thing where they were just in a building that blew up from the inside out (laughs) and they're all four still alive and fine yes (laughs) including angela's baby who we get a very clear heartbeat from this stethoscope and um, yeah and uh beaker beaker is that what it's called? Yeah. Beaker? Beaker. Something science. I don't know. I blocked out high school I'm so science. bad at math and science. I, by the way, I tried to calculate how many hours they spent filming this show, and I, my brain broke trying to do the math. <laughs> <laughs> so that shows you what kind of math and science person I am. Um, so th- th- this, like, tries to convince us of some very real stakes because, obviously, a huge part of her identity is all of this knowledge that she has amassed. Um, and anyway, it feels like real stakes, but it's also just like blah. And then them trying to get out of the Jeffersonian totally like they blew, you later see the exterior of the building. Like it looks like you could just walk out. Like the fact that they're like, oh, there's only two exits. It's just like, I don't, I don't believe you. Like the whole building blew up. It just, that part felt so contrived to me. Um, yeah, that they could rebuild it at all. Yeah. Ugh. Um, so then there's this little scene with uh, Booth and Hodgins and blah, blah, blah. Um, and then they finally, um, as Booth and Hodgins are like arguing about Booth being the hero or whatever, they finally break out of, um, they, they're finally found by this like rescue squad. So they go outside and Bones is given this like mind test to see if she can like correctly identify her fingers and she fails it. She's doing this like weird act where she's like i don't know what's going on and it's just weird it just feels like not bones i mean i guess she just hit her head but um and then they go back into the jeffersonian and then they spend a bunch of time in the jeffersonian solving the case as if it wasn't just blown up which i also find to be weird yeah yeah and they try to incorporate all of the interns in a Mm -hmm. way that i don't know that the the whole situation with the interns to me, it was always a little nebulous, you know, like, how do they all know each other if they're never working the same cases? <laughs> how do none of them have yeah. their doctorates yet? Why do they all well, love each all, other so much? Well, they're all much? pretty young. Yeah, but, but it just, I, I think it's, it, it glosses over a lot of the, the loving family aspect that I, I would have liked to explore because it makes no sense to me and we will at some point I'm sure we should have a love and romance episode because I have a lot to say about Cameron and Aristu being together <laughs> yeah we should 
I think all, we're going to have to split up the love and romance episodes, maybe. I, I say all that to say it was kind of ridiculous. The squinterns in general. Yeah, just that they were all so excited to, you know, you know, Brennan's helped us through so much. Yeah. We have to we have to solve this case for her, you know, and we're going to work through the rubble. Yeah, so the the conceit of the the finale is Brennan can't solve the case because she can't remember anything. But it's okay because she's taught everyone so much that they can do it on their own. So there's a passing of the torch there. And then the side um, part of that is that Brennan gets to go on this journey where she, like, figures out that she's a person outside of her intellect. Which makes sense to me but is executed in kind of a shoddy way Um, i would also argue that and you may not be able to back me up on this right now but i would argue that that's what the past few seasons were about you know when brennan becomes a mother and starts living with booth she all Mm -hmm. of a sudden has this very fulfilling and challenging life outside of her work that's you know started to color her experiences everywhere yeah and i don't think we needed the finale and the amnesia to do it yeah it would have been nice if there was some if they could convince us of that in some other way and yeah in fact i think they do convince us of it in the season um like in one of the first episodes of the 12th season they like she like I, it's it's like kind of a cringy episode but like she's throwing herself a surprise party and nobody knows what it's gonna be and mm-hmm. meanwhile everyone thinks that she's like jealous of them because angela gets a macarthur genius award etc cetera, etc cetera. and then oh, the surprise yeah. party turns out to be like this party for all of them yeah and it's like it's weird it's weird but it's also like yeah we've known for a season that brennan really cares about her friends which isn't to say that i wasn't like kind of you know this finale is really like schmaltzy and saccharine which like gets me sometimes so Mm -hmm. when she does her monologue about like remembering all these like cute like memories from all the people in the lab like i was kind of touched by that but at the same time it did feel kind of soap opery i think i'm too much of a cynic i was like are you kidding me maybe i was just in the right mood or something. I don't know. What I I was not in until she gave that speech, and then I was like, "Oh, it's so cute." Maybe it's just because I remembered a lot of those moments. So I was just like, "You Aw. used to carry a cigarette behind your ear to remind you of your father." I remember how proud you were when your book was published, even though I found it to be rather mawkish. And I remember you teaching me how to chirp. Tweet. Tweet. And I remember fighting off attackers with you by my side. In the Maluku Islands. I meant the motorcycle bar, but yes, Maluku Islands as well. I remember the day each of you was hired. I remember the name of every victim I've ever identified. Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of love and affection for the characters, but I think there was also a part of me that just couldn't get over the fact that the showrunners tried to pull a fast one on me. (laughs) Yeah, true. Um, She also references, I think this is a reference to the pilot where she says, um, Dr. Bray is like uh, something about 
all these bodies and she's like this is nothing in guatemala i helped exhumed exhume over 500 sets of remains which i think is where mm-hmm. she was before the pilot yes so that's a nice little tie-in that's cute yeah um i also really like um that they totally keep intact her inability to understand pop culture and she says that <laughs> one of the squinterns uh teaches her to chirp <laughs> um just kidding tweet <laughs> it's like not even a good twitter joke it's like a no. bad t- it's like a really it's like bad a bird joke. joke more than anything else <laughs> and then uh and she also says she remembers the name of every single one of the victims which i think That's, is stupid it's categorically false like I of mean, course she doesn't there's first of all there are 200 episodes of this show we assume yeah. that there are some cases we do not know, and some of the cases have several victims. There's literally no way even a genius would, you know, be like Ella Duran. Yeah. In yeah, the, she doesn't have, like, a photographic memory. In the dining room know. with a candlestick, you know? Like, yeah. that's, not, <laughs> that's not how this works. Oh, my God. Bones would, Bones would be so good at Clue. Imagine playing no, Clue with Bones and Booth. I think Bones would be extraordinarily terrible at Clue because she would need more details about the murder itself, yeah. which is not what the game is about. No, the the game gives you approximately three clues. <laughs> <laughs> um, she would she would say something like, uh, "But Colonel Colonel Mustard is a shoot." I don't know. I can't think of anything pedantic, but she would come up with something pedantic to say about sure. how Clue is wrong as a game. So Bones is just, like, sort of walloping around, not being helpful because she can't use her intellect, but, like, showing everyone how much of a human she is at this point. And then Angela finds this very, very convenient photo of a waiter mid-purse steal. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> Which is, you know what, this, though, I mean, as, as we said, I love this show because it's ridiculous. And this is actually the kind of ridiculous I'm into on Bones, which is, like, you know, Angela being like, I put this in and uh, preserved as much digital data as I could. And <laughs> I found uh, the smoking gun. <laughs> and I'm OK with that. that. This is the part. This is the kind that I'm OK with. It I, bums me out when they botch the interpersonal stuff. But the scientific stuff, I'm happy for them to yada yada. That's through. true. I, um, yeah, I need to be yada yada because otherwise yeah. I just cannot care. Otherwise, I'm like, um, am I in a class? Like, stop. <laughs> I'm not here to learn. Yeah, no, I'm here to have mindless fun to be titillated yeah um and then we get like some the blown up lab does get us some really cool shots of bones there's like this really cool overhead shot of bones looking at the bones in the bone room (laughs) bones Bones looking at the bones in the bone room (laughs) yeah this is a good time for you to um take those drinks if you're playing along with our drinking game but (laughs) um it's like really cool it's like she's got the bones on the like light up bone like table and then there's like all these bones like in the corners and it's like black it's all like balmy it's cool it's a good shot <laughs> um and so she's just staring at the bones as <laughs> as she's want to do as and she is want to do yeah um and then i guess she doesn't really get anything um and then she goes to the fbi which i will say that a lot of things have changed but most of the like standing sets in this show are pretty much the same like the lab yes. pre-blow up looks very similar um if not exactly the same to what the the angela angela's technology goes through a lot of different phases but the rest of it looks pretty similar and so does booth's office at the fbi yes um 
and so they go go to they're in his office and she's like oh my like i'm having this identity crisis um because you know i've lost the one part of my identity that i really care about Mm -hmm. this is where i wrote asterisk asterisk i think i'm tearing up (laughs) (laughs) um because this scene i thought was so cute because booth is like booth is like none of that matters to me it's just really cute and he references all this like stuff that they've done in the show like some of their like alternate identities or not alternate yeah. identities oh, um fucking wanda <laughs> i mean yeah. they're so cute and they really you know are. it's as 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 much as i am resentful of the soapiness of it all it is also kind of the thing i love the most the cheesiness and ugh, they're just so great together yeah well i think on a in a on a good day in a good bones episode it's really subtexty for the whole episode. Mm-hmm. And then they have, like in the pilot, they have that like walk and talk in the funeral at the funeral grounds when they leave the funeral rudely halfway through to have a conversation. <laughs> they have kind of a schmaltzy, but not too schmaltzy because Booth is, you know, very, but both of them are like, she's kind of curt and he's kind of like playful. And so it doesn't come off mm-hmm. as like crazy schmaltzy, but I think this episode is full schmaltz all the time, which I think is true of a lot of the later episodes. And yeah. so I feel like what they do best is like subtext almost all the way down and then they get schmaltz at the end. But th- this is good schmaltz. Um, I think. You need a little schmaltz. You need yeah. a little schmaltz in a finality. Yeah, exactly. Um, and she says one of my favorite Brennan lines because she says this pretty much every episode, which is, I, I don't know what that means. Like just very matter of fact, I w- would like a super cut of every time she says, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Um, it's, and it's not like, Oh, I don't know what that means. It's like, I don't know what that means. And I don't give a shit. Like deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand the question and I won't respond to it. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I don't know what you said, but I also don't care. So just like, you're <laughs> going to need to move on knowing that I didn't understand. <laughs> Um, and she says that a couple of times in this episode. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, this, this scene is really cute. This is the scene where I teared up a little bit. Um, and I think that what this episode is trying to get at is that like this show is is supposed to be sort of like, like a lot of workplace, like workplace shows is trying to be about sort of a makeshift family, Mm -hmm. which Booth and Brennan really are because they're both kind of orphans in their own way. And they you know spend the whole show making this family for themselves and so you know seeing that here is really kind of cute um but then cam and hodgins that makes me emotional oh it's nice (laughs) it's so nice (laughs) oh um but then cam and hodgins i like that we get cam and hodgins working on sciencey stuff because they don't really get schmaltzy with each other but i do kind of like it when Hodgetts gets to show Cam some like buggy thing um and they find so the whole thing with Kovac is that his I think ex-wife or wife maybe um has been brought into the FBI a couple times and they're like trying to figure out if she knows anything Mm -hmm. and so they find a they they find a partial DNA on the bomb and figure out basically that it could be a family member and then somehow in a sort of sloppy way they jump to the conclusion that she's actually not his wife but his sister his sister and that she has been helping him. So then they go to the FBI and Brennan like does a thing that she actually does somewhat often in the show, which is like totally loses it 
at a su- suspect. Um, I love it when she gets to go into the I interrogation too. room because she sucks at it so bad that she's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It goes almost all the way back around <laughs> to being good at it. Yeah. Um, like she's playing bad cop without even realizing just by sheer lack of social skills. Yeah, exactly. It's great. I love it. It's great. And you know booth having to hold her back is fun because usually booth comes on pretty strong as suspects but then when brennan comes in he's like oh god i gotta i gotta balance this out um <laughs> gotta reel it in <laughs> and she just confesses right then and there basically yeah um and she must sense that the episode has to end yep yep she's like oh god we're at like uh, 27 minutes gotta wrap this up um <laughs> So then the team comes together in the lab, which is ridiculous that they're in the lab still. Like, I feel like they would be like, oh, there's toxic things in the air or something like that with the bomb. But they're all in the lab in their coats um, using what I think must be uh, like the fact that they would be able to use any equipment at all is ridiculous. Angela comes up with something about how she backed stuff up, but whatever. Um, Oh, yeah. And and everything's fine. (laughs) Yeah. And so they all together reverse engineer what bones found right before the bomb went off um and oh they do explain away some of this equipment because cam is like oh georgetown donated some equipment and Hodgins says squints of the world unite which i thought was cute um so basically i find out that he's hiding out in west virginia where he grew up and they really yada yada through that but that's fine and then Aubrey and Bones and Booth go out to West Virginia and they like have a little like battle and Kovac's in a Jeep and he's like trying to run them over. Um, They shoot a guy and then Aubrey's like, oh, it's not him. And then they really quickly dismiss that. I was like, well, who is it? Like, are you sure you have the right place? Like, what if you just killed somebody? Exactly. Yeah. They yada yada so much to get to the show. Yeah. this, This whole sequence is like three or four minutes long. And they really speed through it. Um, they also do a weird thing where Booth's hand gets hurt. And you yeah. kind of think maybe they're going to do a similar thing with her brain where it's like, oh, he's a sniper. His hand is his thing, I guess. Mm. But then no that also luck. gets quick. What? No such luck. No. What did you think about this battle at the at the West Virginia ranch? <sighs> you know, I've always hated battle scenes like this because... I just, I can't follow. I don't want to follow. I don't like the gimmicky, you know, one-liners. I hate it, especially, you know, he's hurt. It's dark. Bones is broken. There is only so many episodes or so many minutes left ever. You know, like, if you're going to yada yada stuff, I'm fine if you yada yada this too. The action, yeah. Like it's, um, it's not an action show, you know. Like I don't. No. If if no. we're not if we're gonna pretend that all of this science equipment could be preserved in this bomb explosion, we can also pretend that they can just retell the the battle to someone else. Yeah, like in the early days of Game of Thrones when they didn't have a budget for battles. Oh, love. And those. they would just be like, yeah, I know, <laughs> like those blissful years. Um, <laughs> I do think, though, I have to say, I bet there are people out there, just like with Game of Thrones, who probably come for the Battles and the Dragons. Yeah. I bet there are people out there who are watching Bones to see some FBI shootouts. Well, you know. So, I can't blame them for, you know, 
I can because there are a lot of FBI shows. Shootout shows. Yeah. And a lot of them are on Fox. In yeah, fact, David Boreanaz stars in one now. Get out of here. Go watch SWAT Team or whatever his freaking show is now called. Um, shout out to David Boreanaz and well, his see, continuing career. that's because we don't want to watch it. No, no. Maybe we'll watch one as a as an episode one day and just see what, what he's up to. But anyway, so... Where are they now? Kovac dies. I mean, it just... It happens. It happens all at once. He goes off a cliff and, like, blows up in a car. It's a... It's a... It's a death for a, a villain, if I've ever seen one. He just dies. And they're like, we did it. And then they go back to the lab, <laughs> which they always do. This podcast is going to be 90% me saying... And then they go back to the lab because they always go back to the lab and bones is like in a single line she's cured she's like oh yeah <laughs> it's it's all gone away <laughs> which is oh, part yeah, of the reason back. that this is gross is because it just ends as soon as the episode needs to end and then they're kind of just like looking wistfully at the lab which you know kind of got to me because i've spent a lot of time watching them in this lab too um and angela's like oh they won't change it much will they which i think is kind of cute and cam is like oh you know how it is though and hodgin says everything changes which is a little much a little schmaltzy but you know it's okay um we get a scene with caroline and booth caroline is a booth's boss at the fbi who you don't know if you've only seen the pilot in the finale which is a weird way to watch Bones, but may, She's may great. well be the way you do. You might know her she's as great. Mrs. Daphne from Good Luck Charlie. Yes, and I feel like she's on other shows too. But yeah, I remember watching Good Luck Charlie. And she being is. Like, I've seen is her that play Caroline a judge. from Bones. I'm not sure other than that. I think she might have been in some episodes of Grey's Anatomy. I just assume everybody who was on Bones as a guest star was also on Grey's Anatomy. And Law and Order. And Law and Order. And maybe some other shows like csi or something um but caroline says kind of a cute line which is she's like pretending to be upset with booth which she always is and she says do you know how stressful it is to have such a brave friend which is a cute line that's a cute caroline line i think that's just she turns out to be really sweet she's just the right amount of schmaltz for me um and her and booth are always cute and then they all pack their things up which is really montagey like a little too montagey of them packing things up and then they all like kind of gather on the steps to talk but not all of them it's just the the lab people like kind of the og lab people Mm -hmm. um and then (laughs) hodgins and angie have written a children's book this part is crazy yeah i this is the equivalent of not to reference game of thrones like 99 times in every podcast but this is the equivalent of sam pulling out like a song of ice and fire at the end and just everyone collectively slapping their faces (laughs) it doesn't make any i guess the real version of that would be if they were like oh yeah i I was just contacted by a tv producer they want to make a a story about you and you, you as an author and a forensic anthropologist because that would really bring it like full oh, circle. that would drive me nuts. Um, but they do so kind of do that with didn't. the movie, so yeah. Um, but it's so weird. They have like this full children's book that it doesn't make sense that you would produce one of these. No. You know what I mean? It's just weird. Um, 
but it's okay. This is the kind of ridiculous I'm okay with. We're in it. Brennan the beetle, Cam the caterpillar. Yeah, we're all in it. It's, it's about us. <laughs> and then Cam announces that she's adopting kids and she's going to be gone for a while. And I like this because it's uh, Hodgin says, I'm the king of the lab, which is like a thing he and Zach used to say, which is really cute. Um, and yeah. We kind of assumed that Brennan might be promoted into this role, but she, like, kind of pretends it's obvious that she wouldn't be. What do we think about Brennan constantly not being promoted into the cam role? Because when Dr. Goodman leaves, she doesn't. And here she doesn't. What do you think about that? You know, I... Her career is so strange to me, and we kind of addressed this in episode one. Like, there is no reason for Brennan to be working ever because she somehow made so much money from her books and I can't you know she sucks at managing people but somehow it's like the show wants us to think that it would have been a good idea for her to be in these roles so that when someone else gets the job we're supposed to be like shocked and upset but everything (laughs) they've told us about her implies that she would really suck at this so you know whatever man I don't think that Hodgins is really the right guy for it either she's good at her weird job which is a cross between um, like shadowing an FBI agent and being a scientist. I guess yeah. the bottom line is that yeah. it wouldn't be interesting if she had Cam's job for us as viewers. I mean, um, Cam's job is only interesting because they also work with dead bodies, you know? Yeah, and also Cam deals with the skin. Yeah. So that's Ugh. like, you know, really Poor gross. Cam. It's disgusting. If I were her, I would go back to being a coroner because... So then finally, after we sort of put the whole lab to bed, Booth and Bones are in the Rose Garden at the Jeffersonian, which is a classic location. I think it's where Brennan proposed to him as well. So it's a very Booth and Bones situation. And they're just sort of looking at the Jeffersonian and they're just being wistful. And then they kind of just go off into into the sunset, happily ever after, bantering as they do. And that's the end of the finale. What did you think about this ending? You know, I was upset. I just, I'm never (laughs) satisfied by finales. And I think that's just by virtue of the fact that I don't want a show I love to end. And I think it's sweet that we end with Bones and Brennan. And I think, I don't know, I think my feelings were just overshadowed by the absurdity of the science in this episode and the investigation especially since it had been so tight previously yes well previously as in years ago yes i would say yeah i mean i think a lot of um shows sort of talk about like if they get a final season and they know it's their final season they're like oh it's like you know it's it's nice that the and I read this about Bones too they were like oh it's nice that they gave us 12 episodes to end it when we because sometimes you don't get to with a tv show sometimes it's just like oh we're not going to back to work and I feel like the shows where I wasn't devastated by the ending of it are shows that didn't get to plan a finale. I feel like most people just like shows are just not good at planning finales. They're not. Like I can think of very few that have been very successful. So I kind of think that maybe if they had been canceled <laughs> or something, that's horrible. 
that's not what I mean. But I just mean that like if they're just going along and it ends at them going along, sometimes shows are better at going along than they are at ending, I guess. Um, and that's kind of how I feel about Bones. And I think they tried to do that a little bit with them just sort of like walking away talking. But um, the rest of the episode was kind of meh. So I think overall we maybe didn't get as much out of the finale as we would have wanted to. Um, but I still teared up. And I think that that is by virtue of the rest of the series being so strong. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, which it is what we're going to. It always hurts to see them go. And yeah. if they brought Bones back today, I would probably say no. And I think. To watching it? No. Or just to it existing? To, I, I think the reboot, you know, by virtue is ridiculous. There's no need to remediate yes. these shows. And I think, you know, that's the sign of a mediocre finale. You know, I'm sad to see them go, but I'm okay with it. Because if they came back, it wouldn't be in the way that I wanted them to. Yeah, I think if they rebooted it too, they would probably have to recast. And I I don't think that works. So I think we should do we were go- so we did segments last time. We did Fashion Watch and this wouldn't air in 2019, and neither of those really work cuz the fashion The fashion's okay in yeah. this. I think Hodgins in this last scene wears like a really kick-ass flannel that is pretty Cool. I don't think we're far um, away enough from 2017 to look at it with a no. an appropriately critical eye. True of this wooden air as well. So I was thinking maybe we could do favorite pop culture thing Bones didn't get, but I already said it. It was the Twitter thing. <laughs> um, so that's, that's going to come and go. Um, oh, I was going to say maybe we could do some superlatives. Mm. Like most improved or best aged or something. Best aged. Probably Hodgins. He looks the same in the entire show. Hodgins looks so good. The only reason I put best aged on there is because Hodgins looks a million times better in the finale than he does in the pilot. He does. I don't know how. He does, but not in a way where it's like, this is by virtue of becoming a more successful actor. Like, I think, like, I don't think any of them really looks, with the exception of booth booth looks older right the rest of them just look prettier you know how that happens yeah angela angela looks pretty good i think all the i mean the thing about bones is that none of none of the people on Bones. i mean david brian is a star and emily deschanel is a star i feel like it's kind of it's a it's a little bit um unique i think uh, maybe not on network television but n- none of these people are like famous uh-huh. really i mean i guess they're famous to people who watch bones but like and like they're not doing movies right now as far as i know you know i mean john francis daly is doing a lot of stuff but he, he is isn't on the show and the so i feel like i don't know it's not like hodgins is hollywood has been hollywoodized that's true yeah i think that's a fair assessment in lieu of some of our more juicy segments we're just gonna sign off and uh we'll be back next week probably with um one of our favorite episodes we're gonna gonna get into some good good bones (laughs) peak bones
you might say. Um, in the meantime, you can find it. You can email us with your thoughts about the finale. If you have strong thoughts, uh, you can email us at bonescastpod at gmail.com. We are also on Twitter and Instagram at bonescastpod. Um, please rate us on iTunes because I've been told that's important <laughs> if you rate us on iTunes. And then uh, do you want to say where, where people can find you on Twitter? Um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Niara Rain. N-I-A-R-A-R-A-I-N. And uh, if you're not into uh, politics, don't follow me on Twitter. Well, if you're not into politics, get into fucking politics. Maybe you should be, I was going to say. You know, I think a lot of people used to say, like, oh, like, I don't really pay attention to politics or, like, I don't really like politics. You know, I don't. Do you like air? Do you breathe air? Maybe you don't think about it all the time, yeah. but it's essential to your life. Read a book. But first, watch Bones. In all <laughs> yes. seriousness, follow me on Instagram, Twitter. I don't do so much, just because you know I tend to overthink the jokes. But um, I post on Instagram really frequently, almost never about Bones, mm-hmm. but maybe that'll change. Yeah. Well. You get what well, you can follow Bonescast Pod for your Bones content. Exactly. Um, and Bonescast Pod on Twitter has been doing some fun Bones stuff. So, go ahead and go ahead and follow us over there. If you want to reach me on Twitter, or Instagram, I am Ella at Ella Duran on uh, Instagram, E L L A D O R A N, and then at Ella Duran ninety eight uh, on Twitter. And if you have the handle at Ella Duran on Twitter, go ahead and DM me and just <laughs> let me have it. Because I'd like to be the same across platforms. I'd like to reiterate, if you are the, I believe, Brazilian pop star named Niara, (laughs) I would love to chat. Maybe we could hire a translator or split the cost because I don't know who you are. Google has already translated everything. But it really, it really is bothering me. Um, My social's nemesis is a uh, very successful uh, designer from the uk named ella duran if you're listening to this ella hey i've been uh you've been dominating my web presence for quite a while it's nice though because uh, you can so. hide in her shadow like if you google me, i guess so, there's yeah. no one there's no one i could if possibly you google be. me it it's her who comes up yeah um although sometimes people tag me in things oh wow and they think they're tagging her and i'm like i just feel like i'm lurking in her life that's so funny <laughs> um but yeah, go follow us on Instagram and Twitter. You can find our thoughts on uh, politics and or I'm usually just tweeting about like random TV things and or the Emmys. If you were following me last t- a couple of days ago. Um, and other than that, we'll uh, we'll drop our next episode next Tuesday. Um, and now we're going to do our sign off. All right. You ready? Yeah. We're going to do our, our favorite term from the entire series. Yeah. You ready? One, two, Three. I love striations. Striations <laughs> means that they were cut with a knife. Yeah. Striations on the bone. And sometimes sometimes they like sort of randomly indicate a childhood illness that um, reveals that another suspect is the father. <laughs> Here at Bonecat, Bonecast. <laughs>
<laughs> at what? <laughs> well, maybe we just don't do segments this time. I think we should just let bones lie. Um, in the meantime, you can find us on Gmail at bones cut. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> This is gross. The skin is really, it gets gross. Bones only get cleaner and nicer, and skin only gets grosser and grosser. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I've titled it episode two instead of new recording, so hopefully that'll be not confusing for those of us who only speak one and a half languages. Uh, okay, that was a little shamey, but <laughs> <laughs> I would say one in like .65. What was she doing? She was in 500 Days of Summer. I don't really buy that. (laughs) Although I don't know why they would lie to me. West Virginia. (laughs) What? First of all, first of all, can I just say (laughs) that did not go well at all? And I'll tell you why. First of all, West Virginia is not a term.